Half Medium, a podcast with me, Diana, a world-renowned psychic girl, and me, Diana, a regular girl from the south side of Chicago. I've created this podcast to talk about what it's been like navigating my spiritual life with my physical life. I know that there are so many people that think being psychic means knowing it all, but honey, that is not the truth, and I want to talk about it. Join me on Instagram and TikTok at Divine Pearls Medium. You can also join me on Patreon at Divine Pearls Medium, where I go live every month and do readings, and I also have cool discounts for you guys. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and I look forward to connecting with you all soon. Have an amazing day, and remember to always be you, embrace you, and love you. Hey, hey, welcome back to Half Medium with me, Diana, your psychic girl in the material world. Welcome back to those who have been with me through several and some through all episodes. And welcome to my new listeners. I'm so thankful and grateful that you found me and I hope that you enjoyed this episode and that you stick around and, you know, listen to more episodes and possibly even share with your friends and family. So this week, you guys saw the uh, title. It's about codependency. And I wanted to talk about this because uh, I had a revelation around it. And I know that there are so many out there who may not even realize that they're um, in codependent situations, right? And so sometimes we need someone to shine a light on certain behaviors and it's like oh wow that's what that is and that's what happened to me right I was listening to someone and she said something to me I was like oh my god that was that's codependency that's where this is coming from right so the first thing I want to talk about is what is codependency and if you look it up there are many Um, articles and videos Um, you may see a list of 10 a list of 20 things a list of five things but from what I've gathered the main thing is really an imbalance in um, a relationship whether it's a parental and child relationship or a romantic relationship friendships uh, work relationships like when there is an imbalance and one is giving more than um, what feels good and one is taking more than what really is fair, so to speak, there's a codependency in that dynamic. And so it's interesting that, um, well, I find it interesting how it can show up and really If it's the normal way of life, one may not even realize that that is the type of dynamic that they're in. And so I'll talk about some of the signs um, of codependency and I'll share my experience with codependency and really the origins of what what I believe 
to be the origins of my um my experience with codependency uh so first off i'll kind of start with um some of the signs and i kind of i talked about it with like there being an imbalance in a relationship and so if you're on like in the title i have too demanding or too accommodating right so if you find that you tend to give more um than what feels comfortable than what feels comfortable then that's one sign or if you find yourself needing to be in control all the time and that makes you feel safe to be in control and so then you are highly demanding that is a codependent situation right and so the 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 key is to understand why one would be too accommodating and why one would be too demanding and really it comes down to from my understanding is a fear of losing right so if I give and give and give and give and give then that'll keep the other person satisfied and therefore I'm safe you know they won't go away and then on the flip side if I am really demanding and I say you know you have to do what I say and um you know follow my rules then I'm safe and I won't lose you right I get to keep you and so usually out in the world one is the villain and one is the victim right but the the foundation of desire is the same I don't want to lose right so how a person approaches it 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 can vary and again usually one is the quote-unquote victim and one is the quote-unquote villain but truly both are um participants in a situation and I'm not referring to um I want to be clear I'm not referring to I was talking about this with a friend I'm not referring to like a child in a situation and they are being abused by someone um I'm more so speaking as people who are adults now interestingly that kind of goes to um another point I wanted to make is the origin of codependency and very often it originates in childhood like most things (laughs) most of the things that we um experience and are challenged with in life um the foundation comes from childhood and so we have experiences and then we like um sometimes consciously and very often unconsciously find these ways of coping and moving around life and it's in response to what we experienced as a child so I wanted to um you know bring that up as well so it's kind of um I almost lost my point you guys (laughs) um but yeah so it's it's one of those things 
that really oh, I wanted to talk about the victim and villain part of it. I've seen it play out before and you know, I could think of one friend in particular and I wonder if she is aware of her need to be validated and supported. Uh, because sometimes we feel justified. Like, I give this, I give that. Like, <clears throat> this person, I think this is how she is with her spouse. I do this, I do that. And so I, re- I recall a time when she created a scenario where it was very difficult for her spouse to be there for her. And she knew this ahead of time. And so she kind of created a scenario where he couldn't be there for her the way she wanted him to be. And so then, boom, this is her opportunity to see, to say, oh, you see the way he treated me? Oh, you see how he didn't show up for me? But it was clear that if she would have moved things around, he could have been there. But she knew ahead of time he had other obligations and she wanted him to ignore his obligations that he always had to cater to her right and so one could say well she's justified that's her husband he should just drop everything and do what she says or needs in any given moment but is that really fair to the husband if he has his obligation every week that supports the family um to intentionally try to um make him let that go. But here we go. Let's go back to the victim thing, right? So this makes him look like the villain. She looks like the victim. And they get to kind of play that dance, right? And this is a part of codependency, needing someone to show up for you, um, even if it's unreasonable <laughs> in the moment, right? And so it's like, and this this would mean that you are therefore special, right? needing that person to um make you feel i don't know valuable right and so <clears throat> it can be really subtle i don't know if this um friend knows or understood what was happening she may very well to this day feel that she was justified and she has someone something to tell others about how her husband was this terrible person for not accommodating her in a moment where it really was not possible. Okay. So that's uh, one example. Uh, I wanted to kind of share with you guys, you know, I'm with this half medium, you know, I always say I'm here to share the spiritual aspects and the physical aspects of things like no matter how spiritual I am or how connected I am, I'm still this girl navigating life, right? And, you know, I was saying earlier, I had a revelation around codependency. And so I wanted to kind of share where I believe my tendencies of codependency have um, stemmed from. So I think about when I was a little girl and my mom and I, God bless we had many challenging moments in our relationship and I remember if something would happen and I didn't like it and I would tell my mom because I was always 
I was not a child who was combative. I was not a combative child. But I was a child who, if, if I saw something and I was like, mm, something doesn't seem right about this, I don't feel good about that, I would express it. No problem. My mom hated that. <laughs> hated it. Like, she's the type, she was the type of person that, uh, if she didn't like something, just, you know, like, figure something else, like, figure something else out. She just, she didn't like to be challenged on anything. What she said, that was it. That was all. And if I didn't care for something, I would voice it. <clears throat> and so when I would voice things many, many times in response, she would say to me, not, well, you know, I disagree or, well, this is what it is. She, what she would accuse me of is not loving her. She would say, um, well, no matter what my mother did, no matter what she did, I always loved her. I love my mother. And I would be like, well, what does that have to do with me? <laughs> I didn't say that I don't love you. I said that I disagree with this or I feel that this isn't right, or this isn't fair. And instead, instead of having a conversation with me, it was, well, I love my mom, right? And that was a sensitive subject for her <clears throat> because she lost her mom when she was very young. My grandmother, unfortunately, um, was suddenly murdered. Uh, she was shot by the police and my mom was young. She was in her 20s and my her siblings, my aunts and uncle were children. And so it was a big uh, loss for the family. And it was very traumatic for my mom. And this is along with the many other traumatic experiences that she had. And so, of course, she missed her mom. <clears throat> and that really stuck with her, right, understandably. But she then perceived any disagreement from me as I don't love her, you know, I, don't, I didn't want her around and all these things. And, um, and so I understand her perspective to an extent um I do because I I didn't have that experience in my own way present day my mom is still alive she's still around but she does she has dementia so physically she's here but if you're familiar with dementia the memory goes and so I can see her and you know, communicate to an extent, but it's not like the same, right? Because she doesn't have a full awareness of who I am and so on and so forth. So I I can understand to an extent what that feeling is like to lose your mom, even though I physically have her. There's still a sense of loss there, right? <clears throat> but it was not, it was a gradual process versus my grandmother being boom taken away instantly right 
so I understand mom but going back she would always say I love my mother no matter what I love my mother no matter what and she it was like she thought that I was taking away my love if I disagreed on something and I feel from there inside of me was born this need to not disappoint people I never wanted people to be mad at me I never wanted people to feel sad about me I never wanted people to feel disappointed and so from there I would accept things that I really didn't want to accept I would accommodate things that I really did not want to accommodate and so I it has been a journey for me in setting boundaries in a lot of ways with different people. And I've had some success in setting boundaries. And I feel like <laughs> a lot of people around me would say, Donna, you're really good at setting boundaries. And I have gotten better over time. But there is still this little part of me that exists and I know because if I'm not there for someone that I know is really wanting me to be there for them I will set a boundary and not physically be available to that person if it doesn't feel good to me in the certain moment like if I need my energy for myself I will do that but while I'm doing that I'm still in my mind constantly saying oh my God, I'm not there for this person. What are they thinking about this? You know, do they feel bad? Are they okay? You know, it's still a a loop that'll go on in my mind. And that's the part of it that I personally would like to release is if I say, you know what, right now is me time, fully allowing me time to be me time on a mental and physical level, not just on a physical level, right? But it is something that I am, you know, in life, there are some things that take us longer to understand or grasp more than others. And so that is something that I still find myself um, really working through, working with, right? And, um, and that came from the fear of losing and the losing the approval, right, of others. And honestly, you know, it's so interesting. So, because I have, it's like I'm dual sided, right? Maybe it's the Gemini me. (laughs) Um, I have found myself through my process of setting boundaries it's been you know uh, a partially isolating experience to um, the point where I've had moments where I was like hey if nobody is there I'm okay and then I'll go if nobody's there I'm not okay (laughs) Like I have both moments. I have both moments, you know, just being fully honest with you all. It's very interesting. (laughs) So, you know, having moments where I don't want to disappoint 
or make anyone feel sad or bad. And then at the same time, having moments like, if I'm showing up for myself, if you that happens to make you feel sad or bad, I hope you're able to process your feelings. But I have to do what I have to do for myself, right? Like I, in different moments, live in both of those worlds. But I'm still very much aware of learning to um, release the need to please, right? It's it's a process for sure. Uh, and this is not just in like um, romantic relationships at all. This is friendships, very much so friendships. I have supported and loved many friends and those relationships many of those relationships have dissolved when I decided that I want to show up for myself more than others um but I've definitely in (laughs) in romantic relationships overgiven you know what I believe to be overgiven because I always want to make sure people are comfortable, right? So, yeah, it's a process. It's a process. I would love, I would be so interested to hear from you guys. Like, this is a podcast. I wish we could have like a live discussion on this because I would love to hear you all's experiences and thoughts with codependency. Um, and like really quick, some other examples would be um, like if someone, I, I, I'm I'm trying to kind of think in terms of relating to other people because that's generally, I mean, codependency, it takes two to tango, so to speak. Um, but if someone just needs you to reaffirm them constantly, you know, that is a form of codependency. If you your first thought is like, I need this person to tell me that I look beautiful today. Nothing wrong with it. You know, nothing wrong with someone acknowledging that you look beautiful. But, you know, why do you need that affirmation, right? Why do you need that? <clears throat> and granted, there's nothing wrong with sharing. Like the other day I painted my... <laughs> I painted my toes and my nails and I sent the picture to my sister like, oh my God, look at this, right? Isn't it so cute? And I know when I sent it, I wasn't coming from a space of approve of me, love the colors. (laughs) Like that is not where I was coming from at all, right? So I'm not saying it's always a moment of codependence when you want to share something um, with someone, right? Something that you feel excited about. but just you know be aware um of that and again a a lot of codependency starts with our young life with our parents or with siblings you know um and it could carry on into adulthood as well and so I know for those of you who maybe are aware of being in some codependent situations. I know that it's not always easy to get out of those situations, but I implore you to maybe start the process. Even just thinking about it helps. 
right? What it would be like to not um, need the approval of someone else. What it would be like to not be afraid of losing this person's presence and what that means. Like I, (laughs) it's okay to have time just for you. You know, it is okay to just be with you for a time. I spoke to someone recently. I I went to see um, The Little Mermaid by myself. And she's like, did you go see The Little Mermaid? And I said, yeah. She's like, you went by yourself? I was like, I do it all the time. (laughs) I go to the movies by myself. I go out to dinner by myself. Pretty much whatever I want to do that you can do with someone else, I can do it just me, right? And for her, she's like, oh, no, I could never, never. But it's healthy and it's okay to enjoy things without the input input of someone else, right? Without having to coordinate time and coordinate, what do you want to eat? I don't know. What do you want to eat? What do you want to see? I don't know. What do you want to see, right? <laughs> like, it is perfectly normal and it's a good thing to be able to have that time with just oneself you know um so yeah I just wanted to talk about this this topic of codependency right and truly to me I feel like the best relationship the most uh, balanced relationship is the one we have with our inner selves with God with spirit you know our spirit family um, that's really where, to me, the fulfillment comes from. That's where the trust really can come from. And when you have that relationship, literally, you'll be connected in the physical world with those that support you um, in whatever moment you need support when you tap in and tune into that spirit frequency, when you tap into and connect with God, you know, and your higher self, right? Um, That from what I've seen and experienced and witnessed is really where true comfort comes from. And it's in the tiniest, tiniest ways. Like if there's something I want to do, like before I recorded this, things were just going haywire, right? (laughs) I was like, what is happening? Am I not supposed to record? But then one thing led to the other and spirit was showing me, no, Diana, don't forget this. Don't forget that. And so that made for a better experience of doing this episode. And because I had that relationship, I was able to pause and say, oh, I'm being guided. Right. So that's the true, I feel, um, relationship that will reflect outward with other people when the time is right but we spend more time with ourselves than anybody and so tapping into God tapping into our spirit self that's when we really have a true um unwavering bond right that really supports us you know so um I hope this episode was helpful to you all I'm going to share with you all, you know, I do the card of the day 
every single episode. And so I want to share what the card of the day is. And uh, yeah, I hope that it resonates. If it doesn't resonate with you, maybe the card of the day on the next episode will. And remember, if you follow Half Medium Podcast on Instagram, you can see an image of the card of the day, just so you have an idea of what it looks like, right? Well, not an idea. I always say that you can literally see (laughs) what the card looks like so you can connect with it more. And if you see it, you may also draw another meaning from it more than what I talk about. All right, so let's get into the card of the day. So this week we have the teddy bear card, which is number 40 from the Magic Hat Oracle deck. And I really find it so magical and perfect that this card came out because the teddy bear card is about being gentle with oneself, right? Holding oneself. Like if you have a teddy bear, what do you do? You hold it, you know, you're very gentle with it and you receive a lot of soft energy in return, right? So... The teddy bear really um, is a call to nurture one's inner child and really be loving towards oneself, like give yourself the attention that you may feel you desire from others, right? And I find it so interesting because, you know, with codependency, we're needing affirmation from someone else. We're needing a guarantee that this person won't leave my life or this situation won't leave my life, right? Like, let's even take it to a job scenario. Being in a job where someone is highly abusive, highly abusive verbally, and you accept that because you're like, I'm dependent on this job. I need to make this money so that I can take care of myself. And you kind of pigeonhole yourself and take out any other potential options on making money. And you find yourself stuck. You know, how can you nurture yourself and see, oh, wait, there are other options out here for me. You know, there are ways for me to make money and take care of my responsibilities, my financial responsibilities, um, and not be verbally abused right you know there are ways I know people um I am someone (laughs) who is able to make money in a way with um without being verbally attacked or abused and I was in situations I've been in jobs where the person was just mean you know mean And I could think of one job when I I remember I mm, resigned, but I went back to assist the new hire to kind of help train. And as I was walking towards the door, I was really nauseous. And I remember I said, oh, snap. For months, I thought that I was sick, that something was wrong. And I realized, no, it was coming into that environment. (laughs) Every day I was physically feeling ill. Right. And so I let that 
that position go. But that is another example of a codependent situation where you accept things that um, feel harmful. So how can you offer yourself soft energy out of being in situations where you feel obligated, even though it feels heavy, right? And then if I was to go to the other side, if you're someone where you are the person who you find yourself being overly demanding, feeling like you need to be in control and kind of have power over other people, what can you do to soften the need to control to feel safe? You know, how can you let other people be themselves fully and be free and be confident that they still can be supportive of you? And even if they choose not to be supportive of you, how can you be supportive of yourself? Right? So the card, the teddy bear, the message this week is be gentle with yourself, be loving with yourself, and then do the same for others as well, wherever, in whatever way you feel called to do so. But primarily, offer yourself some soft energy, tap into your spirit, into your soul, connect with um, a higher frequency, right? And see how that benefits your life, you know? So again, I hope this card resonated with you all. The message resonated with you all. And remember, I always say, be you, embrace you, and love you. And I'll talk to you soon. If you made it this far, thank you. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and learned something new. If you would like to stay connected, feel free to email me at divinepearlsinsight at gmail.com. And please share Have Medium with your friends and family and with anyone who you feel would be interested in learning a little more about what it's like navigating the spiritual and the physical. Until next time, remember to be you, embrace you, and love you. Now talk to you soon.